are reading the forward to the book of Zohar of Bala Sulam. We are in item 36. In the writings of Bala Sulam. Again, the forward to the book of Zohar. We're continuing with item 36 in the writings of Bala Sulam. Item 36. There seems to be a contradiction in their words. First, they said that the forms extend to the receivers only from the Sfirah Malchut. As he says, but only when the light of Malchut descends and expands over the people, which is the meaning of and by the hand of the prophets have I used similitudes. But here, he says that the forms extend to the receivers from Bria down, meaning from Bina downward. The thing is that indeed the form and the similitude extends only from phase four which is Malchut. From her, the vessels extend to the place of the receivers, and not at all from the first nine Sfirot, which are Keter, Chochmah, Bina, and Tiferet, as it is written in the preface to the wisdom of Kabbalah. Yet, the association of the quality of the judgment with mercy was made in the world of tikkun, in the world of correction. This means that he raises the sfirah malchut, considered the quality of judgment, and brought it into the sfirah bina, regarded as the quality of mercy. Hence, from that time on, the vessels of Malchut have become rooted in the Sfirah Bina, as he says here. For this reason, the Zohar begins to speak from the actual root of the images, which are the vessels. It says that they are in Malchut, and then it says that they are in Bria because of the association that became the world of correction. Our sages also said, in the beginning, the Creator created the world in the quality of judgment. He saw that the world cannot exist. He associated with it the quality of mercy. Know that the ten Sfirot Kachabtum have many appellations in the Book of Zohar according to their manifold functions. When they are called Keter, Atzilut, Priya, Yetzira, and Asiya, their function is to distinguish between the anterior vessels called Keter and Atzilut meaning Keter and Chochmah, and the posterior vessels called Bria, Yetzira, and Asiya, meaning Bina, Tiferet, and Malchut. 
This discernment emerged in them by the association of the quality of judgment with the quality of mercy. As it is written in the preface to the Wisdom of Kabbalah, item 183. The Zohar wishes to insinuate the matter of the association of Malchut in Binah, Hence, the Zohar calls the Sfirah Binah by the name Bria. This is so because prior to that association, there was no image or form in Binah, even with respect to the receivers, but only in Malchut. Item 37. He continues there. But after it made that form of the Merkava, of the upper Adam, it descended there and was called Havaya. Since it recognized it in its qualities in each and every quality. After it made that form of the Merkava, of the upper Adam, it descended and clothed there. It is named in it the form of the four letters Havaya, meaning the ten Sfirot, Kachab Tum. This is because the tip of the Yod is Keter, Yod is Chokhmah, Hey is Bina, Vav is Tiferet, and the last Hey is Malchut. So they would attain him through his attributes, meaning the Sfirot, in every single attribute in him. Yeah, so 38. Item 38. Explanation of the matters. From Briya'an, meaning from Bina, after it had been associated with the quality of judgment, which is Malchut, the images and forms extend to the receivers which are the souls, though not in her own place, but only in the place of the receivers. He says that at that time he made the form of the Merkava of the upper Adam and descended and clothed in the form of this man. Of this man. In other words, the whole form of man in his 613 vessels extends from the vessels of the soul, since the soul has 613 vessels, called 248 organs and 365 spiritual tendons, divided into five divisions according to the four letters Havaya and the tip of the Yod. One, her Rosh is considered Keter. Two, from Peh to Chazeh, it is Chokhmah. Three, is from Tabur to Bina. And four, from Tabur to Siyum Reglin, it is the two Sfirot, Tiferet and Malchut. And additionally, the Torah as a whole is considered Parsuf Adam pertaining to the 248 mitzvot to do, corresponding to the 248 organs and the 365 mitzvot not to do correspond to the 365 tendons. It contains five divisions, 
which are the five books of Moses, called the image of the Merkava of the upper Adam, meaning Adam of Bria, which is Bina, from which the vessels begin to extend in the place of the souls. He is called Upper Adam because there are three qualities of Adam in the Sfirot. Adam of Bria, Adam of Yetzira, and Adam of Yetzira. But in those three letters of Avaya, four letters of Avaya, since here he speaks of the world of Bria, it makes the precision of saying upper Adam. At the same time, you must always remember the words of the Zohar, that these images are not in the place of the Sfirot, Bina and Tiferet and Malchut, but only in the place of the receivers. Yet, because these Sfirot dispense those vessels and garments so they would know him in his qualities, so the souls would attain him through the light that extends to them, by measure and boundary according to their 613 organs, we therefore call the givers by the name Adam as well. Although there they are merely in the form of the white color. See item 8. Okay, that's clear, right? There's not so nothing new here. He's just putting it in order. Well, so let's keep going. It's the forward. So 39. 39. It should not be puzzling for you since the four letters Havaya and the tip of the Yud are five vessels. Since the vessels are always called letters, and they are the five spirot, thus, it is clear that there are vessels in Keter and Chochmah as well, implied by the tip of the Yud and the Yud of Havaya. The thing is that the similitudes and the attributes it speaks of, which are vessels, begin from Briad downward, meaning only the three Sfirot, Binatiferet, and Malchut, and not in Keter and Chochmah, meaning from the perspective of the essence of the Sfirot. Yet it is known that the Sfirot are integrated in one another. There are ten Sfirot, Kachabtum and Keter, Kachabtum and Chochmah, Kachabtum and Bina, as well as in Tiferet and Malchut. 
Accordingly, you find that the three Sfirot, Binatiferet and Malchut, that the vessels come from, are found in each of the five Sfirot, Kachabdum. Now you see that the tip of the Yud, which is the vessels, Keter, indicates Bina and Tiferet Malchut that are included in Keter. The Yud of Havaya, which is a vessel of Chokhmah, indicates Bina and Tum included in Chokhmah. Thus, the Keter and Chokhmah included even in Bina and Zon do not have vessels. And in Bina and Tiferet Malchut included, even in Keter and Chokhmah, there are vessels. In this respect, they really are five qualities of Adam. The Bina and Tiferet Malchut and all the five Sfirot dispense in the form of Merkava of Adam. For this reason, there is one, Adam in the quality of Keter called Adam Kadmon. And there is two, Adam in the quality of Chokhmah, called Adam of Atzilut. Adam in the quality of Bina, called Adam of Bria. Four, Adam in the quality of Tiferet, called Adam of Yetzirah. And five, Adam in the quality of Malchut, called Adam of Hasiyah. Yes. 40. He is called El Elokim Shadi Tzvaot Ekiyeh. Going to the Hebrew. He named himself El Elokim Shadi Tzvaot Ekiyeh so that every single attribute in him would be known. The ten names in the Torah are not to be erased, pertain to the ten Sfirot, as it is written in the Zohar Vaikra item 168. The Sfirah of Keter is called Eke, the Sfirah of Chokhmah is called Yud Hei. Three, the Sfirah of Bina is called Havaya. Punctuated Elohim. The Sphira of Chesed is called El. Five. The Sphira of Gura is called Elohim. Six. The Sphira of Tiferet is called Havaya. Seven. The two Sphirot, Netzach and Hod, are called Tzvaot. Eight. The Sphira of Yisod is called El Chai. The Sfira of Malchut is called Adni. Mem Aleph. 41. Hebrew. Had his light not expanded on all creations by seemingly clothing in these holy Sfirot, how would the creatures 
come to know him and how would they keep the verse the whole earth is full of his glory in other words by this it explains a godly desire to appear to the souls as if all these changes in the Sfirot are in him it is in order to give the souls room for sufficient knowledge and attainment in him. For then the verse, the whole earth is full of his glory, shall come true, as was said above in item 33. Membet. 42. Going to the Hebrew. Yet, go on to one who ascribes any measure to him, who would say that there is a measure in him for himself, even if these spiritual measures by which he appears to the souls, it is all the more so in the corporeal measure of human nature, which are made of dust, and are transitory and worthless. As we have said above in item 34, although a godly wish for the souls to see that the changes in them are in the giver, it should nonetheless be clear to the souls that there is no change or measure in him whatsoever. It is only a godly wish that they will imagine so, as it is written, and by the hand of the prophets, I have used similitudes. And shall they err in that? Woe unto them, for they will instantly lose the godly abundance. It is even more so with the fools who ascribe to him some incident of the transitory worthless flesh and blood in the incidents. It would benefit the reader to learn all the rest of this Zohar, which explains the matter of the ten Sfirot and the three worlds Bia, as this is not the place to elaborate further. That's it, we completed it. Mike Lagit. What should we say? Where's the one who asks? So, it's Mala. That's it, he's full. Yes, Lano Biki, Fechat. We have in Kiev one. In a moment we'll hear. Скажите, пожалуйста, а вот тут то, что имена 
Творца вот эти вот описываются. Discover the name of the Creator in the Sfirot. They, after all, attain Him. This name is made of the vessel and the light that fills it. And that's what they're expressing. Зачем давать этому какое-то имя особое, если есть кли и есть свет? Практически однотипных названий, кличек. Ничего в этом нет другого. There's nothing else in this. It's simply so it will be easier to define what you mean. Just like in our world where you're talking about someone, something, you express it in a certain specific grasp that you have on that matter. And no more than that. No more than that. In this unique perception that the Kabbalists discover, it's in the vessel of the ten. Perceive the light or the name of the Creator in it. It's in accordance with the degree that He unites, unifies all His discernments. How He relates to the Creator. Meaning, in what is He similar to the Creator? To the same extent of resemblance, similitude he feels within him as he describes the Creator in that way. How does he measure his resemblance to the Creator? Let's say you're talking about a certain person that's being wise. When you say about him that he has a certain uniqueness, so you say, that he attains this a certain way, but you're close to him. And towards the Creator, how can I check it or measure it? What else could it be? Whoever attains him in that degree calls him by that name. That I measure my equivalence or is that for? Yes, by that you measure your degree of similitude to the Creator. Ken. What's the difference between Adam and the speaking degree? 
אדם זה כללות. Adam is in, in general called that way, in totality. That's why it's called like that. The degree of speaking is where that creature, that created being, reaches the degree of speaking. What's happening? We lost lights. There's a power shortage. We can continue talking, yes. So what did we have? There was a question. What's the difference between Adam and the speaking degree? So an Adam is what we, we know. People. A creature, great being that flesh and blood who is in such a way that we call him an Adam. In spirituality, Adam is one who resembles the Creator and is already in that he is in that way we call him differently. That's only one degree of man, we could say, of Adam. In a person, in an Adam, there's, there are degrees. And what is the soul? The neshama is the inner light that a person attains. Yes? It's written that in the world of correction, the quality of mercy and judgment were incorporated. So what is the world of correction according to that? Again, it's written that in the world of correction, there was an incorporation of the quality of mercy and judgment. So what is the world of correction according to that? That he helps us, and in him we see how they connect the qualities of judgment and mercy. And in this we see that there's attainment in the world of correction. The extent in which they, they complete, they complement mercy and judgment. You can't without judgment, and you can't without mercy. But the two of them, when they connect together and equalize, they bring us the measure of correction. But even before the world of Nikudim, it happens in the second restriction, doesn't it? The incorporation of mercy and judgment. Yes. So why does he call it a world? Judgment and mercy, we talk about him beginning in the world of Bria. The world of Atzilut manages all this matter, and the worlds of Bria, Yetzirah, and Asiya are what reveal it. More? 
כן. באצילות אבל גם יש קטנות וגדלות. באצילות וכן. אין אצילות, יש קטנות וגדלות, אז יש מידת דין ורחב. In the world of Atsilut, in the world of Atsilut, there's no Gadlut and Katnut because all the structure of the world of Atsilut is Bina. And therefore, Katnut and Gadlut are not felt there. The world of Atsilut is on the vessels of phase of the root that were added into phase one, meaning what came out was on Katnut was the root then the world of Nikudim that added the vessels to it well, so the vessels they added they're always active or could they fall below the Palsa and not be active anymore and then only the root is there such a state or is it always in all its magnitude We can't say about the world of Atsilut that it has Katnut and, and Gadlut. Can. Okay. Yes. He writes that in the world of correction, there was an incorporation of the mercy and judgment, meaning that he raised the Sfirah of Malchut and brought it to the Sfirah of Bina, that is the mercy. So the world of correction is Atsilut, right? Yes. Before we reach Atsilut, there is no incorporation of mercy and judgment. Yes. And he continues and says that the vessels of Malchut were rooted in Bina, meaning that Malchut, even though she didn't rise to Atzilut, what's this action that the vessels were rooted? Yeah, but she received into her vessels of bestow and can begin to be corrected. But he says the opposite. This is the vessels of Malchut rooted in Bina. What does that mean? Yes, that Bina can give the light of correction according to the measures of Malchut in her. Also before Malchut reaches Atzilut, also before the world of correction, this incorporation of mercy and judgment. No. Sorry, judgment and mercy. Well, is there some influence of it before the world of Atzilut? According to its rise to the world of Atzilut, they receive correction. And what happened before that? It wasn't yet, there was a shattering. So there wasn't even an opportunity to correct. Yes. 
You don't want to ask anymore? Okay. Yes. What's special about Malchut rising to Bina? A collaboration, a cooperation. So there's a cascading from above downward that a created being could ascend to him through ten sfirot. Without the rise of Malchut to Bina, there would be no correction. Why can't Malchut just resemble the creator every time? By what force? There is no force of bestowal in Malchut. So where exactly does it start? Malchut going to Bina. Now the created being wants to be corrected. Where does this action start? A creature that wants to be corrected performs actions that bring him to in which there is judgment and mercy. What does it mean that it rises to Bina? He rises to Bina, he's restricting the Malchut in him and is working only with the part of bestow in him, the Bina in him. So then he starts through the tense field before that he can't do anything? Yes. Yeah, no, no. The restriction is on Bina or Malchut? The restriction is upon the Malchut. That's it? Okay. Yes. Today we read a lot. There were a few lessons that we've been reading a lot. And it's special. Sometimes there's lessons where a person is alert and the reading is good. Sometimes he's sleeping a bit. How to know if there was good, correct work in drawing the light? It depends on the state a person's in. From in, the incorporation of Malchut in Bina that he receives in the lesson, he can then, during the day, use it. What is the incorporation of Malchut and Bina that he mentions? Vessels of reception and vessels of bestowal that are in him in a certain intermingling already, and he can sort them and bring them to correction. Of himself, of his own. Yes. And what about the friends that he has to connect to? What are they? The vessels of Bina, and for him it's Malchut. He doesn't correct them. So what does he do with them? He's incorporated in them. So what are they towards him? 
towards him he uses them as with Bina and what does it mean that he uses them throughout the day the vessels of Bina and Malchut during the lesson as he was working in I don't remember the exact words that he can really use them later on throughout the day what does it mean to use them in the incorporation throughout the day is it incorporated in them but what is it active passive is it a result of what happened in the lesson what it depends on him it depends on him during the day what he does or it's all the lesson gives him connection but besides the connection he besides the connection he I don't know what to say. He uses them. Nevertheless, like it or not, we, it's the vessels that we are constantly working with. Whether we like it or not, understand or don't, but we but we're in them yeah. yes. it's like Rabash said in the article that it doesn't matter what he prays but what it, what's actually written on his heart uh-huh. so how aware should a person be active about the work or like you say it doesn't really matter in the end as much as possible, yes. But believe that even though he doesn't feel where he is, he nevertheless goes over all the vessels. I just want to come back to the first question. So what's most effective for drawing the light that reforms in the lesson? And what's most effective in drawing the light during the day? During the lesson, I want to adhere to those actions that are in the book before me or that the group is speaking of. That's in the lesson. And after the lesson, I want to join to the vessels of bestowal of mine. I want to join to my vessels of bestowal the same actions that I'm going through throughout the day. No. Meaning what I think about in the middle of the day, I want to join all these two vessels of bestowal. Yes? Yes? So during the lesson, first of all, there's the actions I read about and I want to adhere to them. And there's what the group talks about 
that also when we talk between us, the friends are raising deficiencies and the Rav is answering, there's also like the reforms in that. Yes. Here the work isn't so clear when there's like a dialogue between a student and the Rav. What should this person do? When there's a book and I read with the reader, we kind of know what to do, even though we scatter and come back, but that's a process. When we ask a question and you answer, what's the most effective way to draw the light that reforms? Through the connection between us. By we also read today by us incorporating in one another and in a higher degree from us. We want to nullify before it. And this way, we raise ourselves up. We uplift ourselves. It's called being incorporated with the upper one. When you talk, so the work to incorporate in the upper one is clear. But when the friend asks a question, well, also in a certain extent, it's clear there's a deficiency from a friend, he's higher than you and so on. But sometimes there's states that friends express in their deficiency in a very long way. In the past, we didn't have that. But I see that today, you let the friends share their deficiencies and their stories. Do I understand this is right, yes or no? And so it's not like a real question. It's like an expression. Here, I don't know exactly what to do with it or how to work with it. Is it also like a regular question or? A person asks from the, um, the feelings in his heart. And therefore we need to try to understand him better, to come closer to him, to in- integrate and incorporate with him. And when we are incorporated with him, the creator finishes our work. Okay. All right. We are going to rest now. And what else do we have today? First of all, Yair, please. Yes, hello, friends. We want to let you know about the near events that we have in the whole world. So, we'll also send all the information to everybody. I just want to see the first slide. So, in March, March 9th, Shabbat, International Women's Day, 20 of March, uh, event in Tel Aviv about Purim, 
23rd of March, Saturday, Unity Day for Purim, a full day from 7 a.m. till 6 p.m., April 11, on Thursday, an experience with meaning for Passover, it's not broadcast. On the 22nd, 29th of April, the week of Passover. And 9th of May, Independence Day. 18th to 19th of May, World Congress. And the 8th of June, Unity Evening for Shavuot, from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And September, we have a Congress in Israel, and 13th to 15th of September, and we're going to be hosting the World Kli in those dates too. So that announcements will be sent to everyone. Today's schedule on Wednesday at 10, the news with Rav at noon, the lesson at 5.30, reading Tess, and at 7.30, reading Zohar, we'll end with a song. inside ourselves and we're feeling lost and we just want to break free at any cost we feel the yearning our heart starts burning and we see above the desire we walk through the fire set us free Thank you.